Hola amigos and welcome back to Willie and Nathan's Extreme Podcast. Um, Wow, Nathan, I can't believe we're already close to October already, dude. Yeah, it's hard to believe that, uh, you know, we're at, uh, you know, we're at the month of October starting tomorrow. On yeah. Sunday, the uh, first day of October heading to the week for the second through the sixth of October. So, yeah, it's hard to believe it's happening, but here we are. For a minute there, I thought we'd never get October. <laughs> yeah. September yeah, feels like long. it's, for September just felt like forever. Yes, it did. It felt, felt way too long. But um, we got some resolutions at least by October, so that's good. Yes, we did. That's very, yes, it's very true. All right, so there's so much to cover, guys, tonight. There's like a possible government shutdown and so much more, right? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to make you laugh because we need a good laugh for tonight. So I'm going to bring this up to you. And, and again... This is just humorous to me. Me and Nathan just found out that the Marvels will be the shortest MCU runtime. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, honestly, Dude, why did they even make the movie? Yeah, I mean, the first time this movie came out when it was announced... Not everyone was happy about it. And even I oh was my God. for myself, too. I just think that, you know, Marvel shouldn't have done this if, you know, if you're going to make it uh, the shortest movie ever in a Marvel Cinematic Universe. You should have never just came out with this at all. You just should have at least originally planned for whatever was supposed to happen. But to me, this just shows that Marvel is desperate because, you know, the past couple of films and projects they've had you know, I've either been good, decent, great, not good. So what's going on, Nathan? Do you think they just don't care anymore? Are they following DCU? They just don't care? No, I think they do care. I think the problem is the quality and the quantity of the product of the MCU has gone downward, uh, I think, due to uh, many things. For example, uh, backstage politics, uh, you know, politics as a whole. Uh, maybe a little bit of uh, forced things that people don't want to see in the MCU. Or, uh, and don't forget, don't forget Secret Wars. As much as I like it for the comic books, I hate to say this, but it really did bomb this year. Oh, you mean the one with um, Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury? Yeah. Uh, yeah it I, didn't I, hit I, like it should have. I. I think to me is, to me, I think, and maybe you agree, but a lot of it has to do with promotion. They just didn't promote it enough. Yeah, I don't think they did a very good job promoting it. I mean, for me overall, I didn't have an issue with the series. Right. I just think it was lacking a couple of things. For example, if this is going to be Secret Wars, why aren't we seeing, you know, Thor or any mentions or hints of other superheroes? Uh, taking on the scrolls, for example, yeah. and we can see other you know heroes be a part of you know the of that series. And to me, that was mostly lacking from this um, you know from this uh, from the series uh, from Secret Wars. I had no issue with it, but it could have been better. It was okay. I really I was so disappointed as a fan. I'm not gonna lie. It just it dragged it dragged too much for me. 
My ADD was not able to stay attention enough for it, for, for it. That I can be honest about. And then I found out, uh, me and Nathan found out that, <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, Marvel, Nathan, but apparently they've got all kinds of craziness over there. It turns out that um, they're bringing, they're, they're cance- they want to cancel Kang's dynasty for the Avengers? Yeah, I, I, uh, I heard about that, too. Dude, I'm agreeing with this. Yes, let's cancel it, because I, for one, did not care for Kang. I don't care for the character. I don't care for his acting. I don't know. It just was too much for me. He over he over he overly forced himself in bad scenes and acting. It was just too much for me. And to hear that he may not even come back for Kang's dynasty for Avengers... That just made my week and my year. I don't want to ever see another Kang-related story ever again. No, I understand. I do think maybe they should at least, re- if, if they can, they should recast the role that way. You know, Who would you recast as Kang? Because that was just awful, dude. That was just like, let's just pick anybody out of the box and go with it. I would put Idris Elba as Kang. Okay, okay, yes. Yes, he's good. I liked him. And if you guys haven't watched it, watch him on Hijack. I got Nathan hooked on that. Nathan, we're still hooked onto that, remember? Yeah, Hijack, yeah. From what I saw the trailer and the uh, past couple episodes. And it's picked up for season two. Yeah, picked up for season two. Congratulations to the cast and crew of Hijack. See, that teaches Marvel a lesson. You have to work with your actors. You have to work with the writers. Do it right. Don't do it wrong. I mean, my God, have they learned nothing from daytime? No, not really. Okay, that's not enough for you guys. There's still a lot more tonight. Apparently, um, there's some more going on because it turns out on the other side of the spectrum, uh, Nathan, do you remember what I told you about the three characters that it's being teased to return back to the DCU? Um, I think you did. Oh, yes, yes, you did, yes. Okay, go ahead, tell our audience, because they're going to drop their jaws when they realize, wait a minute, didn't they just say they were going to redo everything and restart everything and reset everything? I think they're contradicting themselves, but I'm okay with it, because when you guys hear who's coming back, you're going to be jumping up for joy, too, to a degree. Go ahead, Nathan, tell them. Yes, um, from James Gunn, uh, it's being revealed that we are getting Blue Beetle, Peacemaker and Amanda Waller back onto the DCU for the movie and the big screen. So um, I was surprised and shocked that we were getting uh, what kind of shot that we were getting some of them back. But for example, Blue Beetle, I'm not surprised at all. He does have potential to make some noise in the DCU. Uh, Peacemaker, that's another one that that's, doesn't surprise me based on you know. Uh, you know how uh, I think uh, the series that he was a part of last time, mm-hmm. you know, had some uh, you know attraction. So that doesn't surprise me as well. Uh, and Amanda Waller is back on the DCU. Um, the actress who played her, Viola Davis, I thought she did a very good job. Not great. So maybe the role will be recasted, but she's a character that is needed in DCU. All three of them are needed in DCU. You know, from the comics. So right. I'm glad that James Gunn is going to, you know put his own spin on these characters and see what he can do with them. Okay, but are you okay with him doing Amanda Wallard 
series? Do you think there's enough traction? Because you're going to laugh, but I'm feeling that Wonder Woman TV series vibe. Uh, Wonder Woman got a, at least a couple seasons. I don't know how much you can really get out of Amanda Waller. I think they're trying to do a prequel, right? Yeah, I believe they're doing a prequel for Ugh. this. And um, I do think that there is potential for mm-hmm. a Amanda Waller series to be, um, you know, to be done the right way because, you know, she, she does have history from growing up before she became a full adult and um, was a part of that one agency that she is currently in, mm-hmm. or excuse me, has always been part of the comic since day one. So I think there is some potential there for Amanda Waller um, series, but if they can't seem to do it, then don't do it at all. Just leave her alone and go on to the next one. Exactly, yes. Um, is she a part of the new Peacemaker series that's already out? Is she in um, it? Because I don't remember hearing about her. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of the... <laughs> you'll laugh. I've not watched the Peacemaker series because I still can't crack up enough after seeing John Cena in his tidy whities on Peacemaker the movie. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, yeah, Viola Davis surprises her DCEU film as Amanda Waller. Yeah. A cameo she is in the uh, Peacemaker TV series. Okay, I'll have to check it out then, because I, I didn't know if it was going to be serious or are they just going to make it more cheesy than what the movie was. I mean, <laughs> I love John Cena and I love DC. Well, what was the point of having him walk around in his tidy whities? Really, seriously, what was the point of that? I thought that was kind of well, funny. That made no sense to me at all. I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm sure the gay community is dropping their jaws about that one. Oh, yes, they are. Okay, so Nathan, did you hear that Marvel's also doing the spinoff for, um, oh, what is it, the Scarlet, was it Scarlet Witch? Agnes? Agnes? Yeah, I heard about that. I heard that that's in uh, development, I believe. Yes. What is your thoughts on that? I'm okay with it, especially since I know who's going to be it. As before, the same actress that was on the Scarlet Witch series. Okay, good. Don't recast. Just leave it the way it is. It's not broken. Don't fix it. Right. Um, I have no issue with the Scarlet Witch series because remember yeah. they did um, a couple of years ago they did one division. Yeah. So uh, you know, and I I thought that was a very good series to start off the uh, one of the new phases. So. I have no issue with Scarlet Witch series. Just don't oversaturate it and don't change anything. Right. I like, I like for it to be focused on the aftermath of WandaVision because, you know, Wanda, uh, you know, is still having issues this very day. The very day. So I want to see how she's dealing with it, especially because, don't forget, she made an appearance in the Doctor Strange movie uh, a couple years back. So uh, I am interested to see where this, this leads for her because... You know, Wanda has lost a lot the past couple of years, especially mm-hmm. after the second Avengers movie. And so having her own series, I think, will be able to, you know, focus on her trying to heal and do better. Okay. that's And let's congratulate General Hospital's favorite, Roger Howard, who does play Dr. Austin. He's been cast in a movie called What Doesn't Float. It's currently premiering in limited release in New York City this weekend and in Los Angeles on October 6th. 
So congratulations again to Roger Howarth. I love anything that Roger does. Um, Nathan, have did you ever see him in a series on Showtime? It was called Californication. I believe I did. Yes. One, yeah, when the series was on. Yes. Yeah, it had a uh, motor in it. You know, from from um, X Files. But he was good in that. And then he was also really, really good on the Flash TV series. You remember? Yes, I remember that. He, yeah, he had a short role on there, yes. My God, he had that tight edge editor series. Like, the way he spoke to, um, what's his name, Barry's wife? Iris. My God, I was like, where is that? actor you know we he's good on this but how come they can't do that on general hospital with his you know being so firm do they not remember that he was like that on as well turns i think with some of the daytime writers it seems like they're just a little too laid back yeah daytime prime time on the big screen are different beast yeah and you know it, it's unfortunate but i i just feel that roger howard should leave general hospital and do his own thing that way he can be better as an actor and being a part of, you know, for example, Californication, the Flash series, and many other series. You know, maybe he could be a part of the DC uh, EU or Marvel. Yes. You know, he, he, he has so much potential to expand his horizon. I mean, yes, you know, daytime was where it all started for him. But, yes. You know, I just feel as if, you know, he's still kind of being wasted. Yes, we're trying to do more with him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, for Roger Howard, I do think that, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for him, and he can do much better than where he is now in General Hospital. All right, so a lot of you guys have been asking, it's finally here. It turns out that, according to close sources, Scream 7 is going to take place around Christmas time. Nathan, what do you think about that? And they're not going to film in Canada either. Actually, I think uh, good for them to not get a film in Canada. They should probably film somewhere else to, you know. Uh, Broaden horizons. That's the way I see it. It's expanded. Yeah, it's expanded. They should at least do somewhere somewhere else different. Yeah. Like different location to where the story fits. So that way, uh, you know, when the first trailer comes out or whatever, and they see that it's somewhere else in a different city or different country, Yes. People can be like, okay, oh, it's it's a it's very different. So yes, I'm okay with that, and um, you know, hopefully they do take their time with the Scream uh, movie seven because I do think that uh, it has potential to be good. I don't know about Nev Campbell, but I do know that a little birdie told me and Nathan that Patrick Dempsey, which we all know is Doctor McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy, he's coming back on the movie for the next screen. So I don't know if it's going to be like a full scene. We don't know if it's a cameo or what's going to happen. But according to what we heard, he's going to be a part of it. So I'm okay if we don't get Sydney back. I'm, you know, let the actress get paid her worth, fine. But I really don't want to see no more Sydney. She just kind of takes too much of the, the scene away from other people. Yeah, more We don't need that no more. I mean, we got, we've got, um... Gail Weathers, we get her in droves, so that's fine. But if she 
if Gail Weathers did the same thing that Sydney does, I would tell you guys the same thing about Gail. It's just I don't feel that one actor should be the scene over everything in one movie. That's the problem. That's where all the money problem comes. That's where all the budgets go because people think, oh, I'm more of an actor than this person, so I deserve this. Mm -mm. It's I I believe in paying equal. That's just me. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't. Yeah, one actor, or one actor, one actress becomes, how yeah. you say, the Harley Corinthos of the TV oh my God. It becomes too oversaturated, and people, you know, they don't want to see, uh, you know, that character anymore. So no. yeah, I no. agree with you on the actress. Don't you know? I don't think she needs to be seen again. Right, they don't need to kill. I mean, if they, if you really need to kill her off to move on with the franchise, uh, writer to writer, I'm gonna admit that has to be the laziest BS that I would ever see, because I may not like Sydney, but you don't have to kill her off. There's no reason to kill her off. Just move on without the Sydney stories, is what I'm saying. Because if you guys really like Nev Campbell, and believe me, I used to like her too, but. I will admit, I like watching her on the lawyer, what's it called? Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Watch, if you haven't seen that, Nathan, I'll um, get you hooked on that. But it's a really good series. It's based off the movie. Right, okay. You remember the movie? I believe I do, yes. It had uh, Ryan Phillippe, remember he played the bad guy? Okay, so this one, this Lincoln lawyer, it spun off from the movie, but it not exactly. You know what I mean? It's like they made their own little spin on it. Right, okay, yeah, that, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'll make sure to check that out. Yeah. Also, let's congratulate, uh, was, it, was he head writer, right, on Ambitions? Jamie Giddens? Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Giddens, who was a writer for Days of Our Lives, yes. Okay, let's congratulate him. I'm so excited. He's going to be on season seven of Sisters. Yes, Tyler Perry. Is I cannot wait, dude. Too. I cannot wait. I'm sorry, Tyler Perry, but you need to come up with more words. And, okay, uh, I know, I know. Uh, okay, whatever. Come on, you're an adult. Quit talking like a teenager. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I my mean, God. That's like... That's like watching bad daytime television all over again. And this is in prime time, dude. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to prime time, oh, it leaves and a bad taste in my mouth. I'm just so glad when as soon as I heard the news about Jamie getting on for season seven, I'm like, you know what? We wanted ambitions, but you know what? If we can't get it, having him on season seven of this show that I love to watch, as crazy as it is. Um, it is addictive, so I'm glad that he's going to be prospering further into that that uh, era. But you know what? I'll I'll kind of uh, guiltily admit is I would love him to also write for the Oval. Yeah, so yeah, right. You know what I mean? If he doesn't have an exclusive contract, put him on both because they're both Tyler Perry. So he would have a great reason to write for both of them. Absolutely. I feel that Jamie Gaines does have a creative mindset Yes. For, what, for whatever he writes. I do feel that on Days of Lives, there were some hits and misses, but most of all, it was very good. And I enjoy what Jamie Gaines brought to 
uh, you know, a show like The Edge of Lives, you know, where he, he uh, where there were times where, you know, we didn't hear certain, you know, uh, see and hear certain tropes about soap operas, Irish soap yes. operas before. And so, if you know, he can do that on a daytime soap opera, then just imagine what he can do on a primetime, you know, soap drama like Sisters, The Oval, or yes. whatever. And I do think that Todd Perry, he does need new creative flesh blood. Oh, no, he even admitted it. I was blood. shocked. He actually admitted he needs to get new blood. I think right. he finally admitted that he just couldn't, you know, after a while, you know, writers do get a little burned out. It's okay to admit you need help. It's okay to add more people. The thing is just don't be uh, a diva about it and, and, and you'll be okay. Right, just stay out of the way and let them write. And if there's something that you disagree with, just tell them what yes. you think and, you know, whatever happens, happens. But yeah, I agree. I do think that nowadays, you know, find certain primetime series need new blood. Same goes mm-hmm. with daytime. Yeah. All right, so why don't you give us an update? Uh, is the government actually looking to a shutdown, or is it going to change a shift? What's going on in that section? Well, for those who do not know, uh, the past couple of weeks, um, you know, House Republicans and House Democrats, Senate Republicans, Senate Democrats have all been going at it over the looming shutdown, where um, if the government was to shut down, then mm-hmm. it would affect you know, certain jobs, the economy as a whole, and other agencies around the country and different states and such. And um, I have very good news to announce tonight. There will be no government shutdown. Um, the House, House of Representatives and the Senate were able to pass a, uh, a, uh, a temporary uh, bill to avert and prevent a government shutdown for 45 days. So for the next 45 days, we're in the clear, we're in the safe. But after four, day, four five days are up, you know, Congress has to agree to yeah. pass a new resolution, a new, a new bill to prevent another shutdown. Yeah. This time it has to be long term. Now, as we know, um, you know, House Republicans have, uh, you know, been trying to, you know, delay and, you know, not do anything when it comes to you know, certain deals that the Democratic Party has when it comes to the shutdown. In this one that they had today, Republicans got nothing, absolutely nothing. And so, uh, you know, House Democrats and Senate Democrats mm-hmm. were able to pass this bill with a moderate vote. So shout out to the Democratic Party for getting the job done once again to where we are safe for the time being, 45 days, but, you know, uh, if the four or five days are up, then I'm very confident that Democrats will get something done with or without the Republicans. Yes, exactly. Yes. And also, I heard some good news. For those of you that love to watch CBS, I keep hearing now that the app is free for everybody to stream. So check that out. Just download CBS on iOS or your Android or um, even your tablets. So that's good. Because for you know how it is, Nathan. It's just so much money right now. Everybody's spending it. And we're not even in the holidays yet. We're almost there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, just make sure you guys remember that. All right. So we're going to take a quick music break. And when we come back, we still got a few more little top stories. And then we're going to go straight into it with uh, daytime uh, spoilers because there's so much. And this one, Nathan's going to make your jaw drop. I finally found out Claire 
has another connection in Genoa City. We'll talk about that when we get back. Can you pull up uh, Britney Spears' uh, Give Me More? All right. Thanks, Nathan. No problem. All right. Tonight's hot top story is actually going to be on Stephen King, horror writer, best-selling horror writer. More than 60 novels in addition to his numerous short stories and novellas have been providing filmmakers with inspiration for decades. From iconic movie masterpieces like Carrie, The Shining, Stand By Me, and The Green Mile. Have you heard about that, Nathan? What um, what Stephen King plans to do with his his uh, adaptations going forward? Uh, no, I have not heard about that until now. He's doing more exclusive, like being careful about which who he's gonna like release it to. Right, that makes and sense. I think that's smart because it teaches writers like me and you and other people going in to look carefully into what you're doing. Absolutely, uh, you know, and, and other, I, and I pretty much know other people, other you know, producers, careers, and stuff are mm-hmm. doing the same thing as well because you don't want your, you know, product to go into the wrong hands of someone or something, something else where you know uh, the product becomes you know old, uh, and not good, wasted. You know what? For example, I mean, for what Stephen King is doing, you know, I do, I do think. Uh, you should take a lot of uh, a lot of his time and make sure he does the right thing, no matter you know where he streams or puts it on. Yeah, here's an interesting fact right here. It says um, that film students can take advantage of Stephen King's quote dollar baby unquote deal. To make an adaptation of his work for only a dollar. 
So that is going to be interesting moving forward. You're going to put, you're going to get a lot more people, um, getting, you know, show interest. The dollar baby contract entails purchasing the rights to adapt one of more than 20 of King's short stories for a dollar with some stipulations. The film cannot be more than 45 minutes long and cannot be distributed to anyone without King's consent. Unless it's for a nonprofit film festival or a school project. Oh, wow, Nathan, this is cool. The yeah, rights yeah, are good. The rights are good for only a year, meaning the film has to be completed in that time. All right, that means no lazy workers. Yeah, everyone has to, you know, be on the same page and get the job done. The rights are good for only a year, meaning the film has to be completed in that time. And when it's done, it has to be sent to the author himself. No pressure. Additionally, you cannot have more than one dollar baby at a time. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Dude, Stephen King has got it going on. He's got it. He's got them. He's got them. Uh, he's got them trained. Yes, he does. But why sell the rights for a dollar at all? King is so famous that even his short stories could be sold for much more. A fact of count knows all too well. In his introduction to the 1996 publication, The Shawshank Redemption, the shooting script. King described his desire to make adapting his stories accessible to creatives despite the lack of profit he would see from it. That's really cool. You, you know, you would not see that from any other writer. You know, other writers would be more greedy than that. So, you know, that just gives me more admiration for um, for Stephen King there. Yeah, same here. I mean, I appreciate, you know, his commitment and, you know, what he wants to do with, you know, the series, the projects he's working on. Mm -hmm. As far as it being, you know, $1, I really don't mind it at all. I just think that sometimes, you know, certain prices for, a, you know, a movie or TV can be a little bit too expensive these days. Right. If it's cheaper around, like, let's say, like $5 or, you know, around that range, then I don't mind. I like that he gives, like, how do you say it? A restriction. He wants it to be no more than 45 minutes. So that's good. It's showing that you need to be committed to the project or don't do it at all. Yes, absolutely. Another thing, I don't know if you heard about this, Nathan, but Blumhouse, they want to bring back Friday the 13th for more movies. I know. I wanted to see your reaction. What do you think about that, dude? The last time we left off with Jason, he was in outer space. This is the issue I think we have. Yeah. Uh, when, when, when you run out of creative ideas for a character like Jason from Friday from the 13th. Uh-huh. Um, I don't... If they want to do that, then fine. But keep it grounded and keep it keep it on Earth. Don't go into space. That That's just way too out there. You know why they're doing this, right? Because they want a piece of the pie. Remember, we're getting Crystal Lake this year. Yes, so that makes sense. So, you know, I guess they got to get their part. And I guess they might have to do a reset. Or, you know, heaven forbid, they'll do a prequel. Oh, yes. That, that is true as well. Dude, what is it this year? Everybody wants to do prequels. I have no idea. Maybe, you know, uh, they want to do more stuff. But at the same time, if they... Yeah, and Nathan's got the hot topic tonight. Nathan, tell us what's going on with PlayStation. Yes, let's get into uh, PlayStation, folks. This was announced 
um, uh, today when you told me about Willie, but right. PlayStation will be shutting down PS4 exclusive for good. Um, it says here, PlayStation is shutting down PS4 exclusive on January 31st, 2024, giving PlayStation fans a limited window to play the game in its entirety before it disappears forever. While the full game will no longer be playable after January 31st, 2024, parts of the game with the offline mode will continue to be playable. Um, however, with online servers shutting down, the game will also be removed from sale, which means you will need to digitally purchase the game soon if you want to continue to access uh, a, a portion of it past January 31st, 2024. This also applies to all these DLC available uh, on the PlayStation Store. As for the game in question, it comes from 2017 a year. Uh, PlayStation exclusives such as uh, Horizon Zero, mm-hmm. uh, Dawn, Persona 5, Galaxy Rush 2, Near Automata, and more were released. However, many of these PlayStation exclusives at the time have since come to other platforms, um, <clears throat> but not the game in question. The game of question, Grand Turismo Sport, is a PS4 exclusive to this day, and now that will never change. Oh my gosh, if that's not enough for you guys, Nathan also has an update for you guys. Nathan, why don't you tell us, ready or not, what is the update on Stranger Things? I cannot believe they're going to damage it even more than it's already been. Yes, for those of you who are fans of Stranger Things, uh, we have, since, you know, the... uh, you know, one of the strikes are over, the writer's strike, and, you know, hopefully the actor's strike is over, quote-unquote. Uh, but uh, it's been announced that for Stranger Things Season 5, uh, unfortunately, the entire cast will be replaced by CGI and artificial <laughs> intelligence. Oh my, uh, my daughter said it all, dude. She's like, Dad, I'm not watching it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, oh, I don't blame you. I'm done, too. I've, I I don't know understand this. Why didn't they just leave it alone? From what I saw, because I didn't watch the inning, I heard how bad it was. But if everybody's practically dead, why make more? And then on top of that, they're making a prequel. Yeah. God, I won't be watching. I mean, I love the, I I I'm doing wrong. I love the casting, guys. I love the casting, but I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch um, prequels. Sequels, anything like that. I'm done. I'm done with Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, they should have just left it alone after season four was over with. Yeah. Instead of just bringing it back and doing CGI, artificial intelligence, or whatever, because all yeah. you're doing is just ruining what made Stranger Things great. So, exactly. You know, nice try, Stranger Things, but you know, we're not going to tune in for this. All right. This is the moment y'all been waiting for. Your daytime exclusive daytime wine are spoilers. All right, Nathan, get ready. It's not a coincidence that Claire is in town. Because do you remember what Tucker and Audrey were involved in in the past? Yes. This is connecting to them. Tucker's car crash took out Claire's parents in a Monte Carlo accident. Yep. So I'm not sure how they're going to play this. I don't know if she knows that it's him and her. Or if she's out for revenge. But I do know that in the 
the scenes that have been taping ahead uh, that she's already been she's already causing trouble. So that's going to be exciting, and and Sally is getting herself all wet for Adam. <laughs> Guys, I, I'm laughing, guys, because I'm just going to say it. Monday's the moment you've all been waiting for. Sally finally confesses that she got kissed by Adam. Not the fact that she kissed him back. She just wants Nick to throw a tantrum again. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, God. She does tell Nick that Adam kissed her, even though, like you said, she does keep the fact that Sally did not kiss. Yeah. I mean, Sally, did, Sally kissed Adam back, but she doesn't say that part to Nick. Well, I really don't care at all. I mean, at this point, I, I just want Nick and Sally to be done and over with so both of them can move on to other other people. I think it's sad that they're using Sally to get all wet for Adam, but they don't have her in, like, a proper story. It's like that really yes. puts perspective how J.G. writes women. Yes, indeed. That's not, and that's not a good move as well. No, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, I get you. I, I love Adam too, but there's more to it than just getting wet for Adam. You know, there's more to it. Of course, Native Victoria going to conspire. Will they, will they uh, win victorious? There's a twist coming. Jack wants Kyle to work back at Jabot. We know how Kyle's so desperate for anything, so we'll see how that goes because Kyle wants... What Kyle wants. Kyle wants to be co-CEO <laughs> at Jabot. When did Kyle become a big boy? Yeah, pulling a big boy pants. My God, I swear. I mean, Kyle, that's it. You come, go get, go get Theo Vandeweghe, and he needs to teach Kyle a lesson or two of being a man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could take a I don't know what they're doing to Kyle, dude. They've turned him into nothing but a, a, a horny quarterback. They think he's in Riverdale. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And if that's not enough for you, another person that gets all wet for another guy is going to be Summer. <laughs> Summer yeah. and Chad. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! What is it with JG, dude? Why is he doing this? These women are all going to be wet, and that's all we're getting. Yeah, no drama. This is this is fall, dude. This is a fall schedule. The women are getting wet for the men, but there's like no story. No story whatsoever. You're waste. Josh Kerwin is wasting actresses like Alison Ryan, Courtney Hull, you name it. They're just getting wasted for nothing. Oh, and let's see. What was the other one? Um, let's see. Someone else is supposed to make a shocking revelation. And, um, oh, we're going to get our um, Jill versus Mammy. Uh, feud. That's fun. I, I love seeing those two uh, spar. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm glad they brought Mammy back for this uh, yeah. this plot that uh, you know, this twist that we learned uh, a couple uh, weeks, a couple of days ago yes. that she is the secret investor for Chancellor Winters. I can't understand why they had to bring Danny back if all they want to do is have Phyllis versus Cricket again. Dude, that makes no sense to me. Is there... Is the writing so bad that they have to bring Danny in order for Phyllis and Cricket to go against each other? You should be able to do that without Danny around. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Danny even needs to be back at this point. No, you've got you've got the sun there. Let the sun, let the sun 
um be the the new obstacle you know right yes do, do you laugh when every time we see um daniel with phyllis and he's always got to set her straight yeah, he has to be the one that puts Phyllis in her place. And, I and he's an adult, but they write him like a teenager. Yeah, same goes with Phyllis. They, 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 nowadays, she is like a teenager, a, a person who does not get what she wants, which is good for me. But at the same time, like, whatever happened to the old Phyllis from back in the old days? And when did Phyllis become so touchy? She keeps touching Daniel like he's a, like, like he's a boy toy. I have no idea. And it's weird because you kind of see his hands like moving out of the way, like, don't touch me. Yeah, Gotta be so awkward. I can only imagine how much the script is gonna be awkward. Oh, and one more thing. That's not enough for you guys. If you love Sally and Nick, get ready because Sally may consider marriage just so she can control herself around Adam. Yeah, that's gonna work, Sally. I, I smell an affair in bed coming miles away, just miles away. I really wanted more for Adam. I did not want him to fall back. I mean, I love him with Sally, but not if they're going to make it like Grassy Junior High and um, after school special. We get enough with that with Nick. I thought Adam's supposed to be different. Well, why do they have to write Adam and Nick the same? I don't get it. They dropped the ball on, on Adam and Sally, so they're trying to redo it again in a different way. Because remember... Uh, Mark uh, Garrison, the actual plays Adam, I mm. think you told me, was in contract negotiations when they broke up Sally and Adam. Right. So now that they, you know, broken them up and now they're trying to put them back together again, they just think that this is a better way to, uh, you know, to do it all over again. But oh my I, God, the writing is just so sloppy. It is, it is. All right. Go ahead, Nathan. Throw it at us. What spoilers do you have of any? Uh, okay, so let's go to YR Sports for the week of October 2nd to the 6th. So let's go. All right, the first one, Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Uh, Victor and Victor and reach understanding. Sonic versus the Nick. Nikki recruits a new member to her team. Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Victor makes a promise to Nikki. Victoria and Nick compare notes. Jab works to bring Cobb back to Jabot. Mm -hmm. Wednesday, October 4th. Sally catches Adam in a lie. Nick seeks Sharon's advice. Mammy serious surprising news with her family. Thursday, October 5th, 2023. Dribble turns home to sell unfinished business. Mammy stands her ground. Diane makes an important decision on Friday. Uh, Jack and Diane prepare to celebrate their nuptials. And Lauren gives Phyllis a social advice. I think I'm going to skip the nuptial day because I've had enough of Jack and, and Diane. Yeah, I don't mind them that much. Because I hear they're supposed to be, again, according to the recent spoilers, I hear that something dramatic is supposed to happen at the stupid gathering of Jack and Diane's, but I don't think I don't think it can handle being bored. Yeah, I mean, just they've, um, you know, they really, you know, dragged the story out yeah. for Jack and Diane for way too long. Yeah. And we know that the actress who plays Diane will exit, but they've uh, extended her story for whatever reason. Budget cuts, I know. I know, I don't even buy it either. All right, we're going to play a quick music break. Um, what's that one? Angel by Shaggy. And then when we return, we're going straight to Salem. Okay, let me get that up in a little bit. Thank <laughs> you. 
Thank you. Oh my God, dude. I got to tell you, I am getting tired of actors that do not act. Why did they bring back this guy? What's his name? Um, Edmund. I swear I could not stand the bad acting. Wait, um, wait you mean uh, for, for what? General Hospital? No, Days. Oh, Days. Um, Shoot. Oh, Susan's ex husband? I don't know. I Just me, dude, but I was bored with him. No, no. I, you mean uh, the actor who plays uh, Edmund Croft? Yes. Yes. I don't know what it was. It's maybe forced acting and whatever you want to call it, but it to me is like, why are they bringing actors that don't want to act? Because it's just like it ruins the plot. I didn't really mind him that much, but mm-hmm. I do feel that the plot he was a part of was. Uh, a little bit lazy and rushed and forced. So I do feel that, you know, they should at least recast the role of Edmund Crumb. Yeah, I mean, that was just too cheesy. I didn't like that. But you guys are going to be happy. Apparently we're getting Philip and Chloe reunited. Don't you think that was a little cheesy too? That all of a sudden after she's with Xander, she's finally realizing she loves Philip? That was a big 180. Yeah, more like lazy writing to me. Oh my god, dude! I don't know what it is, and I can't blame the five core writers. I know they're going this with Ron's. Ron, this has Ron's uh, fingerprints all over it. No, this is actually no. Currently, it's Ron. Currently, it's Ron. God, it makes so you want to puke. Mm-mm. It makes you want to puke. Okay, and then let's see what else. Oh yeah, I was right about uh, what I told you. Um, guys, get ready because Abigail is alive and she's returning. No surprise there. Ken Corday, Ron Carlovati, you guys messed up big time. And now you, you got to bring her back. Word on the street is that she could be possibly returning to stop Chad and Stephanie's wedding. Dude, this see. is getting more cheesier by the minute. I get that they're getting... I mean, it's a joke with days, but... We know no one in Sam's wedding ever goes the way you plan it. But come on, you really going to have Abigail return and do this? This is like the same thing they've hap- They've done this like so many different times. Yes, they have, and it's not... No, I expected something better, yeah. Right, of course, but I'm glad that Abby is coming back. I just wish they and, and never killed her off in the first place. 
I'm not sure if it's the same actress. You'll have to look deeper for me, but uh, as far as I know, it could be still her. I haven't heard anything different, but again, you never know with these writers. Marcy Miller, you mean? Yeah. I don't know if she's going to be Abigail. All I know is that Abigail's going to be returning. Right, okay, yeah. But I, like I said before, David Wire should have never done that twist yeah. a couple years ago in the first place because all they ever did was create a big, huge mess. They could have at least written Abigail off and have her in Chad divorce or whatever or separate or whatever and then Chad's in Salem mm-hmm. and then, you know, while, you know, he's with Stephanie or whatever, you know, Abby still has her with Chad Chats with Abby, Abby returns, and then so on and so forth. But yeah, this is just a waste of time. And you notice now the writings get even more lazier. Now when someone's dead, it's like they return and they just, oh, well, I was held hostage for a couple years. Oh my God, give me a break. You just did that with the other characters. Yeah, the issue is, you know, when you, you know, these days in soap operas, when you kill a character, they come back. How about this? Don't kill a character off. Write them off, have them tell them, never have them come back. Or do a do a kidnapping, but make it make sense. Don't just oh, that's so stupid. And then I hear that Xander's gonna go for custody of his daughter. It's possible he might win. I hope so, cause I'm over Sarah. I'm tired of her baby talk and everything, all her nonsense. I'm over it. And um, let's see. There's a twist coming with the Sean Talia and Belle story, so that'll be interesting. I don't care about Talia. But I tolerate Belle and Sean, so I'm going to see where that's, where that's heading. Uh, Sloane has another secret that could ruin her relationship with uh, with Eric. Yes. And um, did the shooting already happen? Yeah, a couple weeks back. Oh, my God. I'm so surprised. Um, good. Wow. Good way to go, Vivian. I knew she had it in her, but you know... She's, it's cute how she is, right? Because she dotes over certain people. And the only one she dotes over is John Black, uh, Philip, and uh, poor Stefan. Yeah, so <laughs> oh Talk about being a mama's boy, right? She's like all yeah. over him. It's funny. But I've enjoyed having Larissa Worrell, uh returning, even if it's just for a little bit. Her return, it's not... That was not a joke. I'm enjoying her return. She's literally changing things around in uh, in Salem that we needed. We needed a dose of some drama. Yes, we did. I mean, Louise Sorrell, you can tell that this was, um, you know, her return days recently is not long-term or yeah. short-term. But, you know, whenever she's on screen, you know, I just, I just, you know, I just keep my mouth shut and just listen to what she had to say. Louise Sorrell is a lovely, great actress and uh, you know, I look forward to returns days of lives, no matter what writing it is. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. And then, um, well, there was another thing I was going to mention. Oh, I always forget. Oh, okay. We know right now that Alex is Victor's son, but in all actuality, the twist of this is that it's actually Xander, but someone else in town knows the secret besides Teresa. So get ready, guys. It's going to be in major when you find out the impact this story is it's just starting. And then also um Brady is gonna return back to town with his teenage son Tate who is gonna be trying to date Holly. 
So this is going to be a good story too, because just like General Hospital with the runaway storyline, we might have another one on days because these two are going to be like star-crossed lovers, according to sources. So this is a one for the young teenagers to pay attention, pay attention to. Right, I'm looking for that story between uh, you know Tate and Holly, uh, especially the one about uh, you know Victor's son and who who it truly is. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll figure that it was Xander, uh, you know, because having Alex be a Victor's son, you know, made no sense at first. But yeah. I just knew that the story was not going to end there; it was going to was going to lead somewhere else. So I'm looking forward to it. I only hope that the rumor isn't true, because I heard a rumor that. Um, Justin knows the truth about that Alex is his son, but he's playing along so that it looks like he's not his son. I would hope that Justin's not that stupid to hurt his own son like that. That is that would be too much. Yeah, I mean, to play to you know play your son here, you know, close, yeah. close along. It's great that's drama. Like it's great drama. But I just hope for Alex's sake that that's not the case. Because we're going to have an emotional moment this coming week or next week where um, Sonny is going to have a moment with his brother, um, Alex, and he tells him he's still his brother, even though they're, I guess now he's his uncle? Yeah, uh, yeah Alex is his quote-unquote uncle, so yeah. Sonny is his nephew. All right, what you got for us on spoilers? All right, so uh, for the... October 2nd to the 6th, let's go to the Monday. Mm -hmm. Gwen confronts Leo. Vivian intervenes with Dimitri. Jada and Sean come to blows. Belle turns to Marlena for support. October 3rd, 2023, Tuesday. A unexpected visitor catches Rafe off guard. Ava and Harris feel, find themselves in a dangerous situation. Belle confronts Sean. Then Wednesday, October 4th, 2023, Rafe and Trip find themselves in a life-threatening situation. EJ gives his inside man uh, new orders. Close conversation with Xander has an unexpected outcome. Kate tries to talk to sense interacts. Thursday, October 5th, 2023. Chloe and Phil make a life changing decision. Uh, EJ sees a familiar face. Rex gets attacked. Sarah faces Chris's crystal for actions. Friday, October 6th, 2023. Uh, Alex takes a claim. Gabby offers Vivian a warning. Dimitri is threatened by Glenn, and Brady returns the same with familiar face, which is, of course, Kate. And the rumors are true. Ava finally gets to see <laughs> Ava finally gets to see Harris's abs this week. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> no surprise there. Oh my God, Dace, you're so you're just you're not subtle at all. You're not subtle at all. But okay. All right, we're going to take a quick music break, and then we're heading on to, um, where are we going next? General Hospital? General Hospital, yes. Okay, go ahead, pick one of your favorite songs, and we'll go straight into Poor Charles. Okay.
should be on cloud nine finally since they you know their favorite couple um spencer and trina finally made love now they can move forward now they can live their lives <laughs> right nathan they've only been talking about that for weeks yeah they got their moment uh yeah friday so shout out to screen nation all right we're finally getting lois back i cannot wait for that She's gonna return uh, October 10th, so that'll be the week after uh, uh, the week of October 2nd. And as I told Nathan, uh, Mason will be um, attempting to keep Ava hostage. I don't know how that's gonna go because he's supposedly out the door already, so that'd be crazy. But one twist that is gonna shock people is that um, another body will be found. And that Cody is supposed to be framed for it. Is it just me, dude? Or are you getting tired of Cody and Sasha being the most tortured characters in General Hospital? Uh, yes, I am. I told you this before, and you, uh, I think you laughed. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I'd rather have Cody and Sasha off screen once everything is yes. on the, the glass. Because at this point, I feel as if they, the writers, not well, not fight cold, but I feel Chris and Dan. We don't have anything else for Cody and Sasha at this point. It's just right. like you have both of them exit and leave for Charles. I mean, you could kill off Sasha the way they did, did Dominique back in the old day. But, you know, anything else, you know, other than that, I feel that there's no story with Cody and Sasha. Okay, I left this to surprise you, Nathan. From what I've been hearing, there's going to be a Christina and the Blaze messy romance coming. Yes, indeed. Not only that. Are you are you okay with that? Because it seems to me, yet again, they don't know what to do with Christina. I I, I don't I don't mind it that much. If they want to go that route, explore mm-hmm. uh, Christina, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, I just hope that they have, you know, I just hope they know what they're doing. Uh, but I do agree with you. I feel as if they don't know what to do with Christina ever since they recast Raw and brought Kate Manzite back. But yeah. I also let's add. Uh, not only that, but it, there's a certain rumor going around that all my children character will be a part of that, and it is none other than Bianca Montgomery. Yes, there's going to be a triangle. And also, guys, look, ready or not, Michael is going to be the one that's going to reveal everything at the wedding of Sonny and Nina. He's the one that's going to shut it down. So get ready. It's going to be fun. All right, Nathan, what's your spoilers for us? All right, so 
Let's go through for the week of October 2nd to the 6th. Um, and remember, guys, um, Tuesday and Wednesday, um, October 3rd, October 4th, Joe Hustle will, will be preemptive for baseball. So, um, be on the lookout for that. So, but uh, October 2nd, 5th, and 6th, Monday, Thursday, and Friday is when we'll have John Hospital episodes. Um, so, October 2nd, 2023, Valentin confers with Martin, Karen shares his theory, Laura is insistent, Anna voices her suspicions, Gladys is in the hot seat, then October 5th, 2023, Thursday, Spencer and Trina affirm their feelings, Sunny issues a, tr- a threat, Tracy and the silver with the tongue, Valentine surprises Anna. Sasha is in danger. Then October 6th, Michael and Willow ponder a decision. Carly is shaken. Anna makes a request. Nina shares news with Valentine. Christina is with anticipation. Then we go to the week of October 9th to um, the 13th. Uh, October 9th, 2023. Chase opens up. Nina gets a welcome surprise. Ben warns Gregory. Cyrus suffers a setback. Lucy makes a big decision. Then on October 10th, 2023, Tuesday, Stella Felicia. Lois returns. Trina catches up with Curtis and Marshall. Elizabeth makes a confession. Spencer gets an update on Nicholas. Then uh, Wednesday, October 11th, 2023, Jocelyn is blindsided. Concerns about Ava Grill. Austin is blackmailed. Willow is unsettled. Scott takes on a new client, then October 12, 2023. Selena visits Curtis. Portia sh- shares career news. Johnson Dex seeks his help. Michael is left reeling. Sonny Nina's wedding day arrives. Then October 13, 2023, which is on Friday, mm-hmm. next Friday next week. Lily surprises Christina. Sasha makes a renovation. Carly opens up to Sam. Michael plays dirty. And Max and Lucy consider name a new face of deception. Okay, so um, I'm trying to figure. And the spoilers did you did you get to did you mention anything in there for the um the runaways that's supposed to happen? Is there's a family crisis coming soon, and it's going to be um Jake and Charlie supposed to run away together? Yes, I heard about that rumor. Yes, yes. Okay, that's going to happen because that's going to involve Elizabeth and Valentine. No, guys, they're not pairing them together romantically. This is a story that's going to be an umbrella story. It's going to affect a lot of people, but it's going to involve Valentine and Elizabeth even more because they're the parents. And then, of course, you got Nina into the mix, and there we go. You got people coming along, so it's going to be interesting. Yes, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that story now you mention it. And Cameron's still returning. I don't know why people throw fit because he didn't show up this summer. They, these people, you fans need to realize, daytime is a little behind right now because of the delays that's been going on. So he's still on his way. It's just not as soon as we thought. And that's all I can say on that. So I predict he'll show up by November sweeps, if anything, or the holidays. I mean, the year's not even over. So Cameron could pop up any time. Yeah, absolutely. So let's so just be patient, guys. Yeah. You know, and if anything comes up, any new developments, uh, we'll be the first to break it to you guys. Nathan, do you have any updates for us? Um, I heard that now that the the strike's supposedly over now, um, 
I heard some shows already trying to get in production. Did you get any backdrop on that? Yeah, I believe Grizz Anatomy. Um, let's see here. I'm just double checking. Let me just make sure. Yeah, I heard Grizz is supposed to be a mid-season, right? Yes, Grizz is supposed to be uh, mid-season. Okay. Uh, plus Grizz new season seven episodes. Um, also, let's see here. Um, is there anything else? Mid-season, guys, that means it will probably show up during after sweeps or in between sweeps and also could happen in the winter. Yes, yeah, that's true as well. Yeah. Um, also, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for um, for that. Okay, Nathan, are we getting a winter Olympics this year? I, we should be getting one, I think. Sometime in 2024, because I think... Okay, so not this year. Years. Yeah, not this year. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Okay, that's that sounds good. All right, so um, me and Ethan are proud to announce that we've been picked up by a couple publishing companies ready to get us publishing in the book world. That's going to be so much fun. So, Nathan, yes. what's it feel like knowing that you're going to get published out into Amazon? Because you know how I've already had my taste of it, but... For you, this will be your first. Yes, it will be my first uh, this time around, and I'm just looking forward to the ride, the experience, mm -hmm. and us working together so we can get this book out and deliver um, some very good storytelling. I, I think most people will enjoy, the most uh, readers will enjoy uh, from what we have to offer. I mean, we, we've written on, we've written on, you know, what path and fictionnet.net, whatever. Yes. But this is this is bigger than that. Yes, because we're going to be doing Hotel Luna, which is going to be an LGBTQIA uh, mature thriller. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that as well. Uh, I also think we're, we're going to do another book, uh, Secrets of the Lake, if, is yes. that what it's called? Yes, yes, that's another yeah. one. Yeah, it's going to keep us busy. I love in that. Yeah. And then also I got lucky because um, my Lake of Secrets got picked up by uh, a publisher as well. And I'm going to give you his name here. Uh, let's see. I was I'm always bad with names. Like, let's see. His name is his name is Brian A C A C E E. And let me just give you a little heads up on him. He. Let's see where is he at. I've got it here. He does book promotions, book editing, social media marketing, and email marketing. So he'll be one of my publishers for that one. And he'll also work with Nathan, Nathan too. But uh, we want to just do a quick shout out to Brian and to thank him for um, showing interest in all our, our, you know, our creativity and the books that we get. Um, my goal is to at least maybe get one book out for December. And if we're lucky, maybe do uh, a pre-sale around Thanksgiving so you guys won't miss out on anything. Yeah, that's great as well. Also, let's give a shout out to the other publisher. His name is... Uh... Jonathan Kendall, uh, not me, uh, Jonathan, uh, I think Jonathan Smith mm -hmm. uh, from uh, Kendall Publishing Agency. Shout out to him as well. I, I, I was able to talk with him on Monday, and he, he's a really nice guy. He's yes. very energetic, and he is totally behind, behind what we're doing. He gives us support. That's so good. I'm so happy for that. All right, Nathan, we got one more show to do, or do you not have any spoilers for Bold and Beautiful? Because let me check on my notes. I don't think, I don't think I have anything too much on both. But let me check real quick. Because um, 
lately they've been a little dry. Right. I mean, the only thing we know that's been going on with Bold is fact, practically like a wedding or something, Deacon and, and Sheila? Yeah, I believe so, yes, yes. <clears throat> okay, let me see. I usually have it here. Which is funny, because if it doesn't pop up right away, then it's not really that important, but let me just look. Oh, where are you at? Okay, yes. Finn and Hope are going to team up against Sheila, and this will bring them closer together. Oh, my Lord. You know they had to do that because, you know, Steffi's not around, so they got to give him something. Even if it's an affair, you know how that goes. Oh, God. oh, remember, remember, uh, Nathan, I told you about what's going on with Carter? How yes. it affects the Logans? Yes. Katie's new mystery kicks off. So prepare for that. That's going to be interesting. I, maybe it's about Katie. I don't know. But apparently Katie's going to be involved in new mystery. Right. Yes. Yeah, that will give her something to do. And if Finn chases after Liam's flight to see Steffi. Oh my god, it never ends with Whoa. these people. Just stop it already. Yeah, um, I mean, come on. You made, you made Finn look like a dumbass. He's passed yeah. Now you're doing this? Luna's biological father will be revealed. Dude, that's kind of dumb because we don't even know anything about Luna yet. <laughs> it's rushing too fast. It's rushing too fast. Why couldn't they just wait to do that for sweeps month? Why do it right yeah. now? That she is Lee's mother, but right. I there's no need. Person. There's no need to. Uh, how do you say it? They don't need to rush this character. She barely popped up on the screen, and people aren't even right. that invested in her yet. Right, of course. Uh, what's his name? Bell just doesn't know how to do his writing. Uh, yeah, let's see. Okay, I don't know about this. There's supposed to be a wedding, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But all right, Nathan, do you have any spoilers for the bold? Because I don't have any spoilers, just updates. Yes, I do for okay. B&B. Okay, uh, go ahead. Let's go to B&B spoilers for the week of October 2nd to the 6th. Okay. Um, so here we go. These are from uh, zap2it.com, so shout out to them. Awesome. Um, this episode, a romantic proposal of marriage is made. Taylor confronts Hope about her feelings for Thomas. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Donna hides Eric's condition from Katie. RJ confides Elena about Eric's tremors. Wednesday, October 4, 2023. Eric and Donna receive distressing news. Luna reveals a part of her past to RJ. Thursday, October 5, 2023. Hope opens up to Finn about Thomas and Liam. Eric keeps a secret from Donna. And then Friday, October 6, 2023. Deacon makes a hefty promise to Sheila. And I'll reflect on Finn's advice regarding Thomas. And before we move on, uh, you told me really that B&B &B is going to, uh, or is in the development of recasting a character, so to speak. Yes. That would be Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, if you notice, they've been mentioning her character a lot. And they don't usually do that unless it's, like, important. Also, I do know one thing about Bo. There's supposed to be some type of medical crisis. I think it's going to do with Eric. Yes, indeed. And that, I think, will play into, uh, you know, the characters. Yeah, I hope he doesn't collapse while he's in the runway, because that would really be really scary. But then again, that's drama. 
Right, of course. I mean, it, it would make sense, but... You For know, his exit. Say, Maybe so. that's his exit story, is to send him so that he can go to rehab and recover. Right, absolutely. All right. Well, Nathan, do we cover all our soaps? Yes, I believe we did, yes. All right, we did it. All right. Well... I want to thank everybody for listening in and please don't forget to listen to Nathan spotlight every Tuesday. Um, that's the month for October. And then I'll be back around the middle of October for more, um, hot spoilers and top stories and everything else. Uh, Nathan, anything you want to share before we close out for the night? Um, no, not really. Just want to thank our viewers, listeners for, uh, listening to our podcast tonight. We appreciate you guys. Uh, tuning in. Uh, it was good, really, that we uh, came tonight and discussed soap bombers and other things as well. And uh, looking forward to uh, talking to you again. All right. All right. Well, everybody, have a good night. And uh, you too, Nathan. Thanks for doing this. Okay. Have a good night, Willie. And uh, again, thank you guys for listening to an intro our podcast. We'll see you next time. And I'll see you guys next week on Tuesday for Nathan Spotlight, my spotlight. All right. Bye bye.